The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. Welcome. Welcome to the very first Avoda podcast. The Avoda podcast is named Big Avoda World. We're going to get to that in a second. I'm here in the studio with Ronnie Saltzman Gutten, our director. I'm Ken Schiffman, the executive director of Camp Avoda, and our producer, Dave Yas from Pod 617. Thanks for having us, Dave. My pleasure to be here. Our podcast is called Big Avoda World. Ronnie, do you have any idea what that means? No. But you're going to tell me. I, I am. So basically, whenever you bump into somebody, right, or you tell a story in Jewish geography and this and that, it's, oh, it's such a small world. I think it's a big Avoda world because everywhere I go, there are Avoda people everywhere. When I wear my T-shirt on the east side of Providence, very old men stop me and say, what are you wearing that shirt for? Right. So I agree. Yeah, perfect. It's, uh, there are connections everywhere. It's, uh, it's part of what I love about Avoda is the community. Uh, and this podcast is for the whole community. It's for staff, it's for campers, for CITs, for alumni, for parents, for prospective parents. Um, we hope everybody enjoys it. And uh, I personally am really excited to, to get going. So uh, to start off our podcast, we have a uh, couple of stories. I don't know, Ronnie. Uh, Ronnie joined us three years ago, four years ago, and uh, has made an amazing impact on camp and camper attendance and just running an awesome program. Um, but the unique thing about Ronnie is she is a female, and we are an all-boys camp. So I don't know if you had any stories that you'd like to tell or anything that comes to mind. I have a favorite story because you talk about impact. And I think that naturally there was some worry about, A, a non-Avodian, B, a woman, and C, somebody who had just plain hadn't grown up at Avoda actually coming to camp, and what's that going to be like? And I think that there was just a hint of a worry about, you know, were the boys going to be accepting about a woman at camp? Well, when I arrived, I noticed that every time a urinal or a toilet didn't work, we called the plumber. And I'm thinking to myself, all of these adults here, nobody knows how to fix this. And as, and as Ronnie knows, I'm not very handy, yeah. unfortunately. He's so good at so many other things, but that's not it. And I may be new to Avoda, but I had over 20 years of experience in camping. So um, I knew how to fix a toilet. You know, you deal with the guts and all of that. The urinals, I wasn't so good at, but I watched the plumber the first day we called him. And I said to him, you mean you take this screwdriver, which I happen to own. I was the only adult in camp who actually owned one. No, Leon, I'm sure does, but he probably hid them. And I said, you just turn that little screw? He said, yeah, that's what you do. I said, okay. So I walked around the rest of staff training week, and I adjusted urinals. It was really kind of fun. You go, whoosh, 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 boom, you get it just right, just like that. <laughs> and um, on day one, naturally, we've got a problem. So the campers are arriving, and one of the counselors said, Ronnie, 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 come quick. They already figured out who could fix the toilet. And I brought my screwdriver, and I go in, and I'm in the, I'm in the stall, and it's bunk five, and a guy walks in next to me said, oh, urinals are stuck already. I said, not for long. He said, okay, and proceeded to pull his pants down right next door to me. And I thought to myself, yep, it's going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Great. 
um, yeah, it's unique. It's uh, it's a good situation. And uh, the other thing that Ronnie does, uh, the other 1,800 things she does on a daily basis, one of them is uh, on that same vein is uh, if there's a critter running around or something gross, uh, I typically jump into her arms and she helps uh, <laughs> save the day. So. Um, all right. Uh, we wanted to interview some colorful uh, characters uh, about camp. I'm going to tell one funny story. That was, this, the, the first part of the, of the podcast was about funny stories. So one of my first years as director may have even been my first year. So 2008, and I thought I knew a lot about running a camp. My first year, I said, oh, my God, I have this awesome idea. We're going to create a new ceremony for camp. We're going to create the light stick ceremony. I would guess that most of the counselors will remember it. The campers probably won't remember it because I, I remember I brought it up at staff meeting. And uh, how do you think it went, Ronnie? Think they, <laughs> like a lead balloon. They were, they, were, they were not happy. They looked at me like I had like I had three heads. So I said, no, it's going to be great. We're going to be outside. We're going to give every camper a light stick. And um, we're going to do special, you know, talk about how awesome camp is. And it's just going to be magical. Of course, the night, you know, so and, and so it was super hard to get by. And finally, the, the staff begrudgingly said, sure, we'll do it. I go out and I buy 200 of these Meshuggah light sticks. The, the night we're supposed to do it, it starts to rain. Right. So well, I felt like everything was against me. And so we're like, OK, well, plan B, we'll do it inside. We're not going to do it outside. We were going to kill the lights in the field, make it really magical. So we bring it into the mess hall. It didn't have the effect I wanted. The staff didn't really get behind me. And then the, then we hand out the light sticks. It was cue the crickets. It was you name it. And then the worst part about it was then some of the counselors are like, you know, the campers are cracking open the light sticks and rubbing the fluid on their arms. And I mean, it just went from bad to worse. And so in the school of directorship, if that's a word, uh, I learned my lesson the hard way that you can't just have a good idea and execute it. You need to get buy-in from staff. However, the guts of those things, completely non-toxic because I once called poison control. Oh, good. Good to know. Good to know. So anyway, I, I thought that was uh, an entertaining bit. Uh, anyway, moving on. So uh, I was down at camp the other day and I thought, hey, you know, for a podcast, let's have, uh, let's have some of our colorful characters. So Ernie Varnum, uh, our maintenance man. Ernie is, how old is he? 90, turned 90 last September. Turned 90 in September, and he still goes to camp, and he helps us out. Um, you know, his, his job has lessened quite a bit over the last few years. Um, we're going to play an interview from him right now. And uh, and, and the, keep in mind, it's kind of funny, he's, he's hard of hearing, so my follow-up questions are a little bit difficult, but I think you'll get a kick out of it. All right, I'm here with Ernie Varnum, our longtime groundskeeper maintenance man. Uh, Ernie, how long have you been with Camp Avoda? Since 19, uh, 2001. 2001, all right. That's a good, that's uh, 18 years, right? Yeah. What is your favorite part of camp? Oh, kitchen. The kitchen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fair enough. That sounds good. But you don't actually eat meals with camp, do you? No. Mm -hmm. uh, what is the grossest thing you have ever had to do at camp before? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you you enjoy all of it? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um how many days of the year are you at Camp Avoda? Three hundred and sixty four. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, what do you do on the day the extra day? Well, whatever, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever Ethel tells you to yeah. do. <laughs> and the final thing is you, you sang a song for us on the final night of camp. I didn't know if you could sing a few notes of that. Oh Lord, it's hard to be humble. When you're perfect in every way, can't wait to look in the mirror 
I get better looking each day. <laughs> to know me is to love me. I must be a hell of a man. Lord, it's hard to be humble, but I'm doing the best that I can. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you so much, Ernie. Talk oh, I'll do small charge. Small charge. We'll, t- we'll pay it. Thanks, Ernie. Guys are quite a character. I would say the funniest part about that is, uh, in my opinion, as I said, Ernie, what's your favorite part of camp? And he said, the kitchen. Have you ever seen Ernie eat anything at camp? Yes. Oh. Scott buys him special sugar-free oh. cookies. Oh, okay. So we buy a case at the beginning <laughs> of the summer, and they last him all year. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I've never seen him in the kitchen or the mess hall. So, um, What are your thoughts of Ernie? He's pretty awesome. He's awesome. He's yeah. really awesome. Yeah, he's a good guy. Uh, we are going to try to call Zach Roth. Zach is also a counselor. He'll be a uh, senior, first-year senior counselor this year. So let's try Zach Roth. Hello. Hello, Zach. Hello, Ken. Hey, how's it going? I'm good. How are you? Doing pretty well. I'm here with Ronnie. Hey, Zach. Hi, Ronnie. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm awesome. Good. How's awesome. your uh, How's your knee? Doing well. Uh, we just got we just got the surgery date, actually. <laughs> so Zach just tore his ACL. Uh, Zach, you're on the air. We're doing a uh, podcast for uh, for Camp Avoda, and uh, yeah, hopefully you will be able to come back to camp this summer, and you'll be uh, yeah. back on the pogo stick. Hold on. What's the date, mm-hmm. Zach, for the surgery? Oh, uh, June twenty second. Yeesh. Yeesh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. We'll talk later. <laughs> All right, and uh, all right. So, Zach, what we're going to do is I'm going to ask you uh, rapid fire questions. I have 14 questions. Do you know why I have 14 questions? I can guess. Yeah. <laughs> all right, good deal. So, 14 questions. Answer them as fast as you can, and uh, and then we'll chat. Ready. And then we'll chat after. All right, ready? You're on the clock. The best team you hey. were, the best team you were ever on as a camper. Uh, Blue Bears. That was, that was my team. <laughs> Blue Bears, good one. You were captain. Yeah. Number two, favorite breakfast meal at Camp Avoda. Ooh, probably the bagels and locks in the morning. That was was good. Yeah, nice. List all the bunks uh, that you were in as a camper. All right. uh, 1, 2, 5B, 6B, 8, 10, 12, 14. Nice. That's a good run. What was your color color war record? (laughs) Um, 0-7 right now. Oh, (laughs) that hurts. That hurts. All right. Uh, Best field trip that you ever went on? I always love the Red Sox field trips. Those are the best. Good answer. Good answer. How many knishes do you eat at a Friday night dinner? <laughs> Probably consume around like six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Love it. Uh, have you ever won Kosher Cabin? I did, yeah. What year? I believe that was 5B. All right. That's good. Something embarrassing yep. that happened to you while you were at camp? Um, whew, probably... The mud wrestling incident where I actually ended up tearing my ACL. <laughs> oh, that's, uh, that's not good. Let's not talk about that one. How about a proud moment or achievement from Camp Ooh, Avoda? Uh, probably winning the leadership. That was pretty great. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah, yep. awesome. Yeah. Favorite counselor? Favorite counselor. I remember back to my bunk one, Eric Edelman was awesome. Awesome, yep. That's a good choice. Yeah. Uh, and his brother, Abe, actually painted the frog that's in bunk one yeah. and two. Although now it's bunk six. I actually six. didn't know that. Yeah. Me Abe. either. Yeah. Well. Have you ever done a rock swim? I have, yeah. 
Okay. Question number 12. What was your first year at Camp Avoda? Um, 2009. Okay. Top or bottom bunk? I was always on top with Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. For the viewers, for the listeners, Ethan is my son. And th- what's amazing is that Zach's father, Mike Roth, was uh, my bunk 14 counselor. So lots of good history at Avoda. <laughs> and the final yep. thing, number 14, finish this statement, Zach. Camp Avoda is the best summer camp because... Uh, Camp Avoda is probably the best summer camp because just everyone's so close together, you know, and you don't see them too often. So when you are together, you always have the best times with them and it's just a really tight knit community. Awesome. Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. We're going to go make the next call. Any closing remarks here? Uh, just thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. You're our very first guest. So congratulations. And, uh, we'll let you know how to, you. how to listen to the podcast shortly and, uh, take care of your knee. We'll talk to you soon. Good to talk awesome. to you, Zach. Talk to you soon. All right, yeah, bye. see you. All right, bye-bye. Bye. If we can try Ty Goldstein. Ty, a senior counselor. How's it going? Hey, Ty. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. Ty Goldstein, you're live on the air. We're doing our uh, our first Avoda podcast. It's called The Big Avoda World, and I'm here with Ronnie Saltzman-Gutton. Hey, Ty. How are you? I'm good, Ronnie. How are you? I'm better now that I'm talking to you. And uh, and hopefully you're okay with it. But our producer is from Camp Tell Noah, so uh, his name is Dave, and he's he might ch- chime in occasionally too. Tell Noah rules. No worries. <laughs> how's uh, how's school going so far? It's great. Now it's great. I I got initiated into my fraternity oh, okay. now. Congratulations. School. Yeah, really nice. All right. Thank you. Which Thank which you. which which fraternity? Uh, Kappa Sigma. All right, that's cool. And uh, Ohio State lost a close contest, or was it not so close yesterday? Two days. What was it yesterday? Oh no, not so close. Not so close, but yeah. we'll we'll stick to the we'll stick to saying that we're a football school. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, what we're doing for today's podcast, we're going to ask you uh, fourteen questions, uh, rapid fire questions, and answer them as best you, that you can. All right, you're, you're ready. Are my are my answers supposed to be rapid as well? Uh, you know, no, take your time. We're just uh, no, you can you can you can take your time. Take your time. Awesome. All right, number question number one: the best team you were ever on as a camper. First team. Um, probably the Assassins. My first year, I don't know if it was the the closest or the biggest point differential when I was a camper, but um, as a camper, it kind of like the attitude the counselors were giving. It kind of felt like we were in control. This, we is, were this was a team. This was a color war team, right? Yeah, my color war team. My first year. Nice. Who who is the general? Uh, Benny Brashad was. I remember I was, it was my first it was my first year was in 2010, and then I just never could remember who our general was. I'd go up to <laughs> random staff members asking, if, are, you, "Are you my general?" Right, right. That's funny. Yeah, when you, I remember, I always, when you're I when you're thought Justin Lukov was my general. When you're a camper, it's hard to know, right? Who when you're a young camper, right? Who's who's a counselor? Who's a, who's an older <laughs> camper? Who's a CIT? All right, yeah, exactly. Question number two: What's your favorite breakfast meal at Camp Avoda? Probably the French toast sticks. Um, I'm more of a salad bar guy in the morning. With the, I usually go hard boiled eggs or um, yogurt and granola. But the French toast sticks usually the appetizer before I go into the healthiness. Fair enough. You give yourself a little treat, right? <laughs> exactly. Number three: list all the bunks you were in as a camper. Ooh, I started in bunk four, and then I was in five A, and then six B. And then bunk eight, and then bunk ten, and then the next year 
I was in 11 when I was in, to be the huge 14 when we were in 12. And obviously the final year, I was in bunk 14. All right. So what's that, seven years? Six years. Six years. Good. Number Question number four, what's your color war record? Is it better than, better than Zach Roth's? It is better than Zach Roth's. Do you know what Zach's color war record is? He hasn't won, has he? No, he's never. <laughs> we just interviewed him. He was zero and seven. But what's your, your roughly? What was your color war record, or what is it? Because you've been on staffs as well. Yeah. Oh, as a camper, it's three and three. As a staff member, two and one. All right, it's good. Pretty good. Above five hundred. Question above no- five hundred. I can ask for question number five. Best field trip. The Red Sox. I just think the atmosphere is when you. I'm a huge Red Sox fan to start with, but when you go to a Red Sox game and you're sitting in the bleachers with all your friends, your counselors, it, I just, the atmosphere is unreal. You're watching the game, kind of, but like mostly you're just hanging out, enjoying the vendors. Perfect. Having your counselor walk you down ten times to get snacks. <laughs> and go to the bathroom. Yeah, wa- watching kids, watching eight-year-olds manage their money, right? <laughs> All right, number six, question number six. How many knishes do you typically eat at a Friday night dinner? Zero. Zero? Huh. Zero. I'm a big ch- I, 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 every Friday night, I create my own, my own sauce. <laughs> I, uh, I cut up chicken. I put it in a bowl and mix it up. Food. And you got you to make the, the chicken sandwich with the holla. Nice. So food, food creations are big at Camp Avoda. When you're here, when you're here this long, you got to get creative. <laughs> <laughs> question seven. Have you ever won Kosher Cabin? Yes, um, I won't. They won once or twice. Nice. I won. I I won. I won my first year, um, because already uh, pretty much cleaned the whole bunk every day. Uh, already Vidal, the the, the all the cleanest camper. He we actually created a, an award for him one year called the Cleanest Camper Award. Oh, really? Yeah. If we if we had an official camp hall of fame, he would be the cleanest camper. Exactly. Cleanest. Exactly. Number question number eight. Um, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, go on. Question number eight, something embarrassing that happened to you at camp. I think uh, probably this year, uh, honestly losing shoulders as a staff member. When you're in a younger bunk and you lose shoulders because you're not paying attention. That's and good. Your camper, campers are going wild. Right. All your staff members are going wild. The chant gets going. And all you can do is just put your head down and walk up to the counter. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's awesome. How about a proud moment or achievement at camp? Probably when I got the general shirt in 2012, um, Eddie Benson was the general at the time, and uh, he was an older staff member, so I didn't know him that well. So like, I never like, had like real conversations with him, but when he was takes you on the walk, he gave you the shirt, he kind of just like, told me, like, congratulating the week, obviously, but told me, like, the future's bright here, like, keep coming back, keep doing your thing. And, like, after that, I felt like, even though we lost, like, personally, I felt like a million bucks. Perfect. That's awesome. Yeah. Winning those shirts. That's great. That was a tradition that was not around when I was a camper or counselor. Uh, maybe started when I was a counselor. I don't know, but definitely not as a camper. Yeah. And uh, I know kids kids love getting those shirts. That's a really yeah. amazing, amazing. Hands down, hands down now, it's the best tradition in camp. That's a great tradition. Uh, what, who was your favorite counselor growing up? Um, Probably Sam Waltman. I know, I know I always say this answer during pre-camp. I was giving the same, same reason, but like, he like, there's a difference between treating your campers as campers and they're younger than you and you're in charge and responsible. And, and then there's also, uh, treating your campers like you're your friends. And, um, and he, he found that balance. I, had him, I don't, yeah, I had a balance. I had him once and then I had him in my cabin once. 
like when when he was in, like it wasn't like he was like getting us to bed. He, we were laying on his bed, like literally the entire cabin was hanging his area, like talking to his home friends, like playing games. Like he was like, it literally felt like we were his age. Like we were, I'm five years younger than him, but like it felt like I was his age. Like he treats you like he's one of one of him. That's cool. That's great. Yeah, the mentorship uh, at camp is awesome, and learning things from the big brothers who were your your advisors. It's uh, pretty powerful. Uh, question eleven: Have you ever done a rock swim? I have. Um, I think I've. I think I've only completed it once. All right, that's good. I don't know why, but like I feel like I didn't every year as a camper. I don't know if I did it completely or did it at all. Yeah, but you remember one but, one one complete time at least. Yeah, I remember the one complete time. Like we're all struggling. Like you you don't want to be first, but you don't want to be a little kid trailing all the way in the back. Exactly. exactly. And all, all and all you can all you can wait for is the boat to pick you up at the rock. <laughs> uh, what was your first year at Camp Avoda? Two thousand ten. Would you take a top or a bottom bunk? I started out a top, but as I got older, I moved to the bottom. Why? I don't know if it's like a maturity thing, but like when I was younger, like, it, it kind of seemed like top was the more fun one you're up top you can see everybody but as i got older i was like all right i want like my own privacy like i remember i remember max Waltzman, uh he created this whole thing he would get there first on the first day of camp so he'd secure the bottom corner bed and then he'd make his whole like like a sheet and he'd like put his blankets up so like when he was ready to be done with the campers like when he was done hanging out with us he would just like put the blanket over and like zone us all out that's funny did like, you kind of drop it down right did well, you, I think the bottom bunk kind of like you got your own a little you got a little more privacy, right? And you do share a bunk with him or no? Um, I don't think I, I don't think I ever did because he was he was always with Jake until senior or until not senior year right. until bunk fourteen. All right, all right, you gotta, gotta, I got to get. I was usually with Eli. I got to move along here. The last question is: Finish this statement. Camp Avoda is the best summer camp because. Because of the brotherhood. Um, as I said, I've been pledging a frat and now I'm initiated. And there's the brotherhood here, but there's no brotherhood that's matched to a voter. I talk to kids in my 14 every single day. I talk to kids younger than me. I talk to campers every once in a while. I talk, I, Jared Fixler, he's five years older than me. I text him on a daily basis. And there's no other place in the world that you can get the brotherhood where you have something to talk to every single day. You're hired. You are hired. <laughs> awesome. All right. I'll be a spokesperson. Yeah, it's great. Thank you so much, Ty. We're psyched to have you back this summer. It should be great. Thanks for your time today. Can't wait to see you. We'll be here before you know of it. Of course. All right. We'll talk. see you guys soon. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye, Ty. Good luck. Next call is going to be to Brett Itchkow. Itchy. Hey, Brett. It's Ronnie and Ken. How are you? Good, thanks. How are you? I am great, thank you. Um, so we're here. You have the honor of being the only camper that we're interviewing today. So I'm kind of excited to get to do it. You ready? Yeah. All right. So I've got 14 rapid-fire questions. All right. All right. You got the 14. You know the significance? Of course I know the significance. Want to tell our listeners? Um, bunk 14. Yeah. What about it? Uh, the most prestigious uh, bunk you could be in. In any camp ever. And <laughs> <laughs> in, in the most prestigious camp ever. Um, Indeed. All right, I'm ready. Best team you've ever been on? Ooh, uh, White Chiefs. Awesome. Why? Um, there was a really good dynamic, and we played hard. Cool. Favorite breakfast meal? <sighs> mm, Sunday donuts. 
Sunday donuts that we have once once a session now. Yeah, still, well, I, it's always been like that. I think. I don't know. Still, you. I haven't been there as long as you. So, still your fave. Good. It, it, it's a health issue. So we used to have donuts every Sunday, and then I. One of my things that I came in at the mm-hmm. beginning, we have to be healthier, and we switched to healthier. Oh, but, did we? Yeah, but but we still do donuts at least twice a summer on Sundays. There you go. You noticed the health health benefit. I can tell. Um, can you list all the bunks you were in? Uh, yes. Uh, two, four, six. No, six B. And eight. What year was your first year at camp? Twenty fourteen. Okay, that was a that was a trick question. Um, <laughs> tell us about your color war record. Um, I am two and three. All right, not so bad. No, no, no I'm three and two. Three and two. Okay. Which, which is it? <laughs> One of them. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, it's not so bad. Um, best field trip ever. Ever, um, maybe the Kimball Family Fun Place. Really, I don't even know about that one. What do they have? They have like uh, wa- like water bumper cars and. Um, they have the go karts, which is go-karts. the best part. Right. Oh, cool. How many knishes do you eat at Friday night dinners? Um, potato or meat? Either, both. On average, I'd say two and a half. Potato or meat? Potato. Okay. Um, have you ever won Kosher Cabin? I have not. Mm, were you part of the reason why not? <laughs> no. Um, our bunk last year was, we thought we were going to win. You were robbed. I, I always bring the vacuum. So That is absolutely <laughs> true. I forgot about the vacuum. Right. Um, can you tell us something embarrassing that's happened to you at camp? Um... In uh, bunk two, my first year, I was not very good at being an independent camper. So, like, my whole area was just not the place to be. Aha. Uh-huh. And I'm sure everybody else's area was pristine and perfect. I mean, it was bunk two. <laughs> that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. All right. Um, a proud moment or achievement at camp? Um... Winning league. Oh, that's great. What year was that? Any idea? Uh, I think I've won twice. Oh. It was two years ago when we when for the first half of the summer, I was on the, sen- the um, junior-senior team, and the second half, the uh, um, freshman-sophomore team, the, the senior uh, team that I was on won. And it was maybe... My second year to vote, so 2015, I think we won also. Oh, that's awesome. Favorite counselor? Ooh, that's a really hard one. Um, you, you can list more than one I, if, it's a, if it's a political issue. I mean, it's definitely a political issue no matter how many I list. But I'm going to say Artie because he sticks with the Yankees with me. Oh, <laughs> good reason. Okay, Boo. good. Um, Go Sox. <laughs> have... <laughs> Have you ever done a rock swim? Uh, I have done a rock swim. Did you complete it? Um, I got there. I didn't get back. We <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Good for you. When did you do that? Do you remember? Uh, two years ago. Cool. It's always this summer. What was your very first year at Avoda? 2014. Okay. Top bunk or bottom bunk? Oh, it depends. Usually top. Why? 
What does it depend upon? Um, so like usually I'm bottom bunk, but like, I don't know. Um, last year for the second half of the summer, I went top bunk and it was just a lot. I liked it a lot better. Oh, good. Learn something new. All right. Last question. Would you please finish this statement? Camp Avoda is the best summer camp because? Mm, Because of the people. Want to elaborate a little bit? Um, yeah, uh, the environment and the brotherhood and just the way we all interact with each other is something you'll never find anywhere else. I happen to agree with you. Awesome. (laughs) Great. Thank you, Brett. Really appreciate the time. Well, that was good. A lot of good calls. What do you think, Ronnie? I think I can't wait for the summer now. It's always awesome to talk to different, uh, Avoda people, staff, campers, um, who do you think answered the questions? The uh, how would you rate the, the 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 callers? Do I have to be politically correct? No, <laughs> I'm giving Ty top spot. All right, Ty Goldstein, mm. good work. I thought I thought all, all the boys had good answers. They sure and, did. Uh, yeah, camp's a camp's a fun place. All right, uh, our next segment is called True or False. I have a couple of quick stories, Ronnie. These are for you. Um, You've been with camp for four years, but mm-hmm. these some of these are a little bit older. So you tell me true or false, tell me your reasoning. Uh, Mike Roth, so Zach's father, who we just talked to yep. a little bit, he won all-around athlete and leadership in the same year. Hmm. I'm going false. That is true. It was Really? True, yeah. I want to I wow. say it was maybe 1978. I have it written in my notes. But uh, it was true that he won both in the same year, both prestigious awards. How often do we let that happen? As far as I know, that's the last time it happened. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Uh, number two, Jay Ampolsky, he won leadership when he was in bunk 10. I'm going true. That one is false as well. <laughs> Jay actually did win leadership not in his bunk 14 year. He won it in his bunk 13 year. Most campers will say, oh, there's no bunk 13. Well, there was this particular year. It was 1983. And uh, he was a strong leader, and he won. He won leadership wow. in bunk twelve. Yeah, good for Jay. Uh, excuse me, bunk thirteen. Uh, all right, uh, twins have only won the leadership together once at Camp Avoda. I'm going to say true. That is true. <laughs> Thank so, goodness. <laughs> Jason and Brendan Hefter they won uh, co leadership uh, awards, and this was in uh, 2008, I believe. And uh, good guys, good guys. Uh, the last one is the chapel site used to be in the woods near the old lodge out past the ropes course. I'm going to go with true. That is false. <laughs> Please don't replace me. <laughs> Let's consider this a learning experience. Exactly, exactly. All right, and the last thing we're going to do today before we wrap up is uh, a then and now. So we're going to have a little segment, hopefully, in each podcast, then and now. I'm going to do the now, and then we have a recording uh, for for the then. So the, today's subject is food at night. So as you know, uh, campers uh, get food at night. Sometimes the counselors go out and they bring food back to the campers. Uh, you'd think we don't feed them, but we actually do feed them. A during, lot. During the day. And uh, anyway, so what would your, uh, let's talk about it real fast. Now, what's your assessment of the food? How popular is it? How often does it happen? What do they get? It would happen as often as we would let it happen, which could be twice a night if we said yes. Um, I think, I think, Pizza's up there high. Um, I don't know about then, but now. I know that I can get anything done with the promise of pizza afterwards. <laughs> exactly. At camp. Pizza and Dairy Queen, too, right? Dairy Queen's good, too. Yeah. yeah. And then what were the other things? The Cumberland, Cumberland Farm oh. has the little, uh, 
What are those? The slurpees. Things? The no, slurpees. No, there's another word for them. Whatever they are. Chill zones. Chill zone. Chill right. Zones. All right. So that's the uh, that's the picture of now what happens at food. I talked to Andy Stone, and I had him send us a little recording because uh, I couldn't I couldn't get him live on the air today. But uh, let's see what he had to say about food back in the seventies. So food at night at camp back in the seventies. We didn't get food a lot at night, and if we got food at night, it would either usually be Dairy Queen or um, back then it was Richard's Pub for pizza. Uh, There was one night, though, that was an essential to get food at night, and that was Thursday nights because Thursday was trip day. And um, breakfast, I don't remember what breakfast would be, but lunch on the trips was a box lunch, and it was either salami or bologna um, on two slices of white bread wrapped in some type of saran wrap or wax paper, and um, if we were lucky, we got a bag of chips, and maybe we got an apple out of it, too, or something, but, and it was, you know, really rarely eaten at all, and not very edible, and then for dinner, when we get back from a long trip day of, trip day, um, we would have to have individual bunk cookouts, and those were a trip in itself, because we used to have to all dig holes around the camp in wooded areas, and we get a box filled with hot dogs, hamburgers, and, uh, Remember the packets of ketchup and mustard that used to get all, all over the place? And uh, we had to dig holes in the ground. And if they, I don't even know what you'd call them. They were kind of like handheld, wiry-type things that you'd put the hamburgers and the hot dogs on to cook over the uh, wood that was in the hole for uh, no charcoal, no gas, like, you know, grills today. So that was a challenge. So I think a lot of us in our later life, we, we, we learned our negotiating skills from back in on those Thursdays when we were negotiating with our counselors to try to get um, food at night. You know, it was, it was rough. And then when we would get the food at night, and if it was pizza, you'd have the entire staff in your bunk. Um, you get a round pizza, obviously, with eight slices of bar pizza as we know it today. And, and you'd be lucky as a camper if you had one or two slices because the counselors would be all over it. And you'd, you'd go to bed a little hungry and the counselors would walk out of your bunk pretty full. So that was, that was the art of negotiating, I guess, we all learned trying to get food at night. Uh, I think Andy hit the hit the nail right on the head. Uh, a couple of quick notes: Richard's Pub he mentioned, so that's where Fisher's Pub is now. Yep, uh, they were awesome when when I was a counselor. We would go there Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday nights for pizza, and they were half off, and you would get your own personal pizza for like a dollar twenty five. It was amazing on a <laughs> staff on a, on a staff salary. Yep. It was it was a yep. good deal. The other thing he mentioned was the trip sandwiches. So I remember vividly going to the Red Sox game, going to a park first, getting off of the bus, eating these warm bologna and salami sandwiches uh, that he's talking about. But I actually like them. But. <laughs> and then the final thing is uh, he's talking about the individual bunk cookouts. So when we were younger, like Andy said, we would every bunk would have a shovel and a little ch- thing that you cook your food over and a box <laughs> filled with burgers and hot dogs and marshmallows, and you would do your own book, bunk cookout. So about two years ago, I said to Leon, I said, Leon, we had this awesome program. We all remember it so vividly. <laughs> so Leon took the idea and he ran with it. Now, he implemented it quite differently because, mm-hmm. as Andy said in his thing, that's, that's this is the now part of it. Is as you know, he every bunk got their own uh, charcoal grill, yep. and we lined them up on the field, and it turned out to be an awesome event because it turned into more of a tailgate. Yeah, but it was, but it was, but it was it, we weren't really roughing it. I would say no, I would say not. <laughs> um, all right, good deal. So uh, 
That's our first episode, Big Avoda World Podcast uh, number one. Uh, I meant to say the uh, introdu- introduction music and the music that you're going to hear in a second as we head on out is from Aaron Katz. Aaron was a camper of mine back in the 80s. He's in several music projects, uh, the Sarah Blacker New England Groove Association. He's in Percy Hill. He does his own music. Aaron is awesome. Aaron, thanks for the music for this show. And uh, we're trying to get him to camp for the summer. But anyway, Ronnie, thank you so much. Dave Yas, thank you so much. Uh, Awesome job, everybody. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. See you soon. All right.